0: Before we start, uh, on today's review, we'd like to acknowledge this land of Gundungara country that both my brother Blake and I are lucky enough to live on, and also where we are recording this right now. We'd like to acknowledge the stories, traditions, and living cultures of the Gundungara people, and we extend that acknowledgement to any Indigenous people listening today. Thanks for tuning in. So this is the, I don't actually know how to pronounce it properly, but it's the or Bhuja uh, original mix. And it's, uh, it's gluten-free, obviously. Um, delightfully aromatic spices play against a marvelous mix of wholesome, crunchy nibbles, garden peas, peanuts, and juicy sultanas. You're not a fan of sultanas, are you? No. It works really well with this mix. I love it. Um, so, uh, no added MSG, suitable for vegetarians, and also vegan-friendly. That's the kind of thing you have when, you know, you're having a little party, a little get together. Yes, it's just a little, little plate of something. That's right. Nibbles. Yes, that's what we. That's what we call them. Absolutely. Thoughts out of ten? What do you reckon for nibbles? Um, you know, you can never, you never get wowed by nibbles. There's nothing. There's nothing that you have on a nibble table and you think, oh, this is this is amazing. I've got to fill up on this. But it, yeah. it does the trick. I give have it a, a, a solid seven. Song. Seven out of ten. Yeah, because you can just eat a lot of it. Mm, yeah, that's true. It's it's very easy to eat. Oh, it's up to you. You can give it whatever you want out of ten. Yeah, yeah, no, that's I'll, that's my personal. I'll agree with thing. that. I think it's got um, it's got the crunch to it. Mm. It's got the saltiness, and I love the sultanas splintered through there. I know you're not a fan of sultanas, actually. But I'd, if it's got sultanas, I'd, I'd mark that down. So I'd probably give it a five. A five? Okay. I didn't have any sultanas with it. I'd go seven. Okay. Well, yep. It's a it's a seven out of ten, solid seven out of ten uh, for me and for Blake with Sultanas five without the Sultanas. A seven, seven. So, so split the difference. Okay. Get the six. Hot and spicy. Yeah, there's a bit it's, of it's a kick to it. Got a bit of a heat. Speaking of heat, let's get into <laughs> the uh, the, movie. the movie. Let's do it. I'm Ben, I'm Blake, and this is Snack and Screen. This is part of a gluten-free podcast. We'll be reviewing a film each episode with a gluten-free twist. It's time to pass the treats and get watching. Now this was a better one. <laughs> <laughs> Than last time, absolutely. Yeah. By 100%. Heat. The 95 classic. 95. Uh, we shopped for it uh, through Netflix. Yep. IMDb 8.2. Rotten Tomatoes 8.7. Metacritic 76. What was your initial reaction? I thought it was. I thought it was outstanding. Yeah. Like yourself, I thought it was um, very, very good. Yeah. And because I've seen it a couple of times before, but having seen it a third time, it felt like I was watching it for the first time. Yep. and you know a great movie is when you're doing a rewatch. Yep, and it still comes across like you're seeing it for the first time. For sure, And that, that's why I love it. Like, like the elements of a great gluten-free meal, there was all the different ingredients there, and it just it, they pulled it off, and it was amazing. Tasted awesome. It was all fused together correctly. So good. Yeah, I don't think I can. It's going to be so hard because I don't know if I can nitpick really anything too wrong with this film I don't think I there is we, tr- we can try we can try any cross-contamination for you so for cross-contamination if if we are going to nitpick for mm-hmm. me John Voight has a very small role in this film yeah he has a ponytail he does it's it's really off-putting because <laughs> you never see someone like that with a ponytail you know it's he's in the character acting kind of thing he's kind of a side hustler he's doing deals for De Niro and yeah. But I just don't, I don't buy it because he's just—he's John Voigt wearing a ponytail. It just looks a bit silly. But he's got—he's got a Hawaiian shirt and a ponytail. This is true. He's think, like passive aggressive. I—I <laughs> I think so know, like I'm a bad guy, but I'm here to—I'm here to holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, key. I'm going to enjoy myself, you know. There's We're, that bat again. We've got the bat again. The bat is back. The bat. Oh, the boy. Batman. That's, that's flying low now. We're just going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Sorry, we were just interrupted by a um, a flying bat. <laughs> a bat. <laughs> it is super weird, though. Very ironic because you were talking about wanting to go see the new Batman, which I am very keen about, about. Twenty minutes earlier, and, yeah, um, and a bat just and flew a in bat here. Bat just went crazy. It, it heard the signal and it wanted in. <laughs> anyway, back to heat. Yeah, sorry, where were we before that bat interrupted us? Cross contamination for me would have to be. I think they could have got to the point a little bit quicker. I think they did draw it out in areas that didn't really need to be drawn out. I think I took about two to three sittings to actually Michael watch Mann movie, watch this movie. did not make this movie with you in mind. Thinking <laughs> that you'd have to I know. stop and change naffies and get kids to bed and yeah. get drinks. And, and look, it was up to me. I was trying to watch it during the day. End scene, I thought that was a bit ridiculous. That was probably the only part where I was like, okay, come on. I think if you're going to um if you're going to do a movie like this, like make it snappy. I don't think you need to draw out the good guy, the bad guy, the chase happening. I thought it was cool the chase, but I thought the the that end scene there where they're chasing each other behind the buildings and I thought that was a bit ridiculous. That was the culmination of the movie. That was that was the heat coming up behind him. That, I get That was it. the tit for tat. I get it. I do get it. That's, that's, the, that's what we're here for. I would have just done bang. Like Soprano style, just cut to yep. black. You don't not know not cut happens. to black, not Soprano style where yeah. they where they start playing Journey and you're like, what? What happened to him? <laughs> Are we supposed to just make this up for ourselves? Like, what, what's the go here? But like sort of like, okay, yeah, it's, it's, that's the end. We know it's coming. We know... Who's going to die? Who's going to survive? Bored in the head. Bang. Done. I think it was a highlight for me. Okay. But hey, didn't work for you? Who am I to say otherwise? Substitutions? Substitutions. Now, this is fascinating because I was thinking about this as I was watching it. I have one for you. You're using a lot of hands. I'm, I'm using, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my De Niro here. Ah. I'm, I'm moving ever so subtly. Listen, hear me out. All right. Okay. All right. You mm-hmm. hear me? Yep. De Niro. Yep. Pacino. Yes. Let's swap them over. Pacino, the antagonist. De of course De Niro, they, they could have... have. It could have gone both ways. Do you think? How, how do you think that would have gone? Oh, hang on. There's another one. we got a bat. we got a bat. There's another freaking bat. We got a bat. Or is that the same bat? <laughs> and we're back. We're getting interrupted <laughs> so... by this bat. It keeps. We, we've closed all doors, all windows, and this there's a bat that keeps coming in. So we were talking about substitutions. I was thinking, talking about the idea of actually swapping around De Niro and Pacino, yes, for their roles. Well, do you think that would have worked? Because you think De Niro was playing a real OCD, um, lo, a low key criminal who was trying to keep everything on the down low. Pacino, a real uh, you know hard on the sleeve, blood and thunder cop do you think that that could have worked? Like if they had swapped roles? I think, yeah, Pacino and De Niro, they can play good cop and bad cop. Like both of them, they could, you could swap them out. And I think they do equally as good a job. And I think that's the point. Like you see them Mm. sitting in that, uh, that diner together. Mm. And for me, like when they were sitting in that diner together, I think that was probably my favorite scene. Um, When, you know they're just sitting there, and you can almost see them like because they are legends. Like oh. in in the acting realm, they are two of the greats. Oh, you can't really get better than those two. No, and uh, it, it felt like they were playing this like acting ping pong. It's like okay, you go, yeah, now <laughs> oh like hit me with a with a, with your next line, yeah. and you can just see that they're like you know they're feeding each other and they're just having fun with it, That's and it. yeah, they're just like the good cop and the bad cop, that villain. I loved it. I think they're just masters. Favorite quote? It's, don't let yourself get attached to anything you're not willing to walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat coming around the corner. Yeah, that that's is a just, very good line. It's a really interesting kind of creed that it's, it's all about not attaching yourself to anything, walking out, but it's because one of them's married to the job, the other's a criminal. And I think when they sit in that diner, you can see that their worlds are really similar, mm. even though their intentions are maybe a little different. A little different, yeah. But they both got that devil and the angel on the shoulder, and I think that's so cool when they when they draw on that. And it's it's really interesting to have a crime drama where the villain is given three dimensions, yes, as a character, and the same applies to Pacino as well. I love that. That there's, it's a real yin and yang sort yeah. of thing where both both characters kind of get 50-50 yeah. as far as what the focus of the movie is substitutions for me I can't really pick much I, I really, I would struggle to like you said, swapping those characters around, Pacino's character, De Niro's character, look to be honest I thought Val Kilmer damn good looking dude I, I thought, I don't know I don't think he's going to pull off this character I was kind of doubting him but whoa, even, <laughs> from, even from what was that sound? Like? Oh, he just pulled it up from that first scene. Whoa, geez, yeah, like it was for, a, excellent performance because he did Batman around this time, too. The same year, the same year, Batman forever. What a difference between this a bit, movie a bit and of that! A bit of a different um speed, absolutely, okay, from that to this, yeah, yeah, no, nah, he was he was outstanding, yeah, very good. I mean, yeah, all great actors. I really can't, I can't pick much perfect to uh two cameo appearances which i thought were super cool um danny trejo yes love that guy uh, action hero in his own right um Stan. legend yes and henry Rollins of black flag singer for black flag legend. oh he, he is awesome i love that guy just as a random henchman it's so good he's perfect jeremy piven very young Jeremy Piven uh, yeah. Playing the, the sort of um, Yeah, corrupt well, doctor it Playing Jeremy Piven Yeah, pretty much A sleazy, yes. you know, corrupt kind of Yeah kind of Every time I see Jeremy Piven now I just think of Entourage And yes. him just yelling Lloyd! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, love yeah, it He's a meme now and, yeah. and a very young Natalie Portman as well Very young Natalie Portman yeah. Good cast Okay, next segment gluten-free degrees of separation. So this is where I talk about a gluten-free fun fact or someone in the movie is gluten-free themselves or there's some gluten-free element the to location, the movie. About yep. yeah location. Yep. something to do with the production of the movie. So originally I was going to go with that because I'm like, I am not going to find anything to do with this. I went deep on this. William Finchner, who oh, played yes. Roger Van Zant, was also in the movie Crash in 2004. And that starred two people with celiac disease, very outspoken celiacs, in fact. Okay. Jennifer es- Esposito. Yep. And Ryan Filipe. Filipe. Cruel Intentions. Yes. Yeah. So two celiacs. One of one of the most underrated actors, I think, going around. He had a run between the late '90s, early to mid 2000s, yes. and then kind of just disappeared. Disappeared. No one put him in any There were a lot of actors like that but I think Cruel Intentions he was phenomenal in that movie. I thought he was great. Yeah. So that is the gluten-free Degrees of Separation. Uh, well I, that's okay. That's good because I think you can save the city of Los Angeles because I thought There is a lot in LA. That this is what I'm thinking that maybe yeah. save that for th- there's one or two movies that have been filmed in LA over, over the years so oh, yeah. maybe let's let's save the city of Los Angeles for Another time for you. Oh, for sure. Act. And there's a lot of uh, gluten-free options in um in LA that I know of too. Wrap up. So wrapping up this movie, Heat, I thought it was fantastic. Great choice. It's a classic. And I- I'm so glad that I recommended it and that you've never seen it before and that you know now what all the buzz is about, all the hype, why it's referenced so often. Yes. Why it's iconic, why it sets the standard for a crime drama. Yeah. Initially looking at it, I was like, Pacino, De Niro, I have seen this. Surely I've seen this. Mid-90s action. But it's not one of those kind of movies that you would kind of plop out of, you know, out of your memory to say, no. watch this action movie from the mid-90s. You no, go mid-90s, right. you think. Lethal Weapon. The big ones. Yeah. 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 Like Braveheart, I guess that's not really... That's a kind of a period... <laughs> <laughs> that's more of a period, drama. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, those big, yeah. huge action films. Terminator, that's sort of... you know yeah. you pull that The good cop, out. bad cop sort, yeah. of sort of deal. Yeah. Mm. But awesome movie. Well done. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah. Which means turn on Netflix. Very easy and to do these days. Streaming service right near you. And and we should wrap this up because mm-hmm. I'm worried that Bat's going to come back that for Bat three. Bat is going to... Yes. So let's, uh, and well, on their recommendation, I think we will go see The Batman. Yes, absolutely. I'm keen to see The Batman. And the next movie that we're reviewing is a choice of mine, actually. So you've picked the last few movies. Yep. Um, this one is also on Netflix. It was released last year. But it's created a lot of talk and there was a lot of hype about the movie and there was a lot of different reviews going on about it too and I didn't know which one to believe so I was keen to watch it myself and, well, we're going to leave that for next week. But (laughs) No comments. Not yet. Nothing yet. All right. We'll see you next time. Let's do it. This has been a Gluten-Free Podcast production. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you next time. It's, a, it's hot. It's a hot movie. <laughs> we going it's in hot. It's hot. ooh Listen. Hear me out. All right. Okay. All right. Can you hear me? Yep. (laughs) Oh no! That's that's flying low now. Oh.